went to film school, the podcast about film school and life after film school. You know, it's the first time I've done that opening without looking at what it is on my phone. Oh, wow. Like 20 episodes in. Good work. We're right? Starting to, we're starting to it's build like, up some it's good like, habits. It's not even a whole, it's like barely a whole sentence. And uh, <laughs> I couldn't remember it. That's okay. That's okay. All right, Moss. You know, today is a weird episode because guess what? We don't have a guest. Yeah, we don't have a guest. We don't, we don't need a guest. We don't is what need you a mean guest. To say. We're the goddamn, we power this thing. Yeah, it's you and me, Moss. <laughs> you and me against the world, Zach. We don't need any <laughs> guests to liven up our conversations. We're interesting enough. No, we're not. We, we, no, but none of that's true. But <laughs> but you know what? It doesn't matter because we're doing a little special, shorter episode that, today. That's right. That's because right. it's September. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of early September, although by the time this uploads, it'll probably be closer to mid-September. Right, um, yeah. Because we were lazy and screwed up and didn't <laughs> upload an episode in August. Yeah, it's fine. I, I really just wanted us to like not have any media to release um until like you know there was a bunch of other crazy things going on like a, an election and other stuff to be yeah, fighting yeah. Against. We were, it's yeah. good it's also good. we're really good at like putting shit off until we don't have we until it's been until it's like the 29th of the month we don't have anything to put out and like it everything is still gone yeah we're we're the what we're trying to say is we're pretty well organized we're, we're, we're great at this yeah we're, we always think ahead oh yeah although i do have our <laughs> i do have a fucking halloween episode kind of planned yeah, so uh, we are actually. We're like, doing a countdown. Having a guest come back. Sorry, Moss. I mean, interrupt, interrupt you. No, 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 no. It's you're you're right. Like we we do actually have some plans. We can't just self-deprecate ourselves the whole way. No, through. I mean, no. We do. But 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 other than that, we are pretty bad. We're, other than that, no. There's <laughs> not a. We're, we're kind of uh, flying by the by the seat of our pants over here. Okay. Um, yeah. So Moss. So yeah. So. It's September. And what happens around September, Moss? People go back to school. That's right. Go back to film school. They go to film school for the first time. Or they go to, like, other school. I, I think that there are other schools out there that teach other Yeah, things. maybe they're doing something worthwhile with their lives. <laughs> and they're not going to film school. And they're pursuing, like, actual careers that will help the world. <laughs> and they won't submit themselves to, like, a terrible business that's extremely cutthroat. And will make them feel like crap for the rest of their lives. No, 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 no. I think that they should... <laughs> They should just go make funny moving pictures with sounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. And constantly validate themselves by how others view their work. Yeah, yeah. And um, if 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 a lot of people dislike your work. That like, lessens who you are as a person. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's just the way. That's really <laughs> healthy and good for you and won't lead to anything in the. Yeah, anyway. It's, it's before a I start, like, healthy bl- value market we have, don't Before we give ourselves, like, a nosebleed from thinking about this too much. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Listen, but but like before we get into that, because because it's yeah, because it's September, everyone's going to school. We're going to do a special episode where we're this is for everyone who's like starting film school. And we're going to give you advice. If you're starting film school, we're going to give the advice that we would tell ourselves that we could go back in time to like York University freshman Zach in September of 2014. Yeah. And I would be and I would tell him what I wanted, what I wish I knew now going into film school. Um, But before we get into that, Moss. Listen, I know we don't have a lot of fans, and if you're listening to this, you're probably one of 12 people who will listen to this episode. Hey, at least 13. At least 13. Um, you might have, you might follow us on Instagram. You might yeah. follow us on Facebook. You might notice we put out a little, some couple images a couple weeks ago, almost a month ago at this point, actually. In fact, I think it was over a month ago at this point, actually. Asking for stories about film school, for things that happened to you, to send emails with, like, uh, with... Uh, 
tales of your uh, of your endeavors at film school. Yeah, just like even just a little nugget, like a little like, oh, one time I tripped over a red. Yeah, one time someone I, was mean to me on set. Anything, yeah, anything, anything, anything. And uh, you know how many emails we got, Moss? Oh, how, how many, Zach? We got fucking none. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you saw that Facebook or social media post. We didn't get a single goddamn email. Didn't we? We got we got like one or two, right? So this could have been like a fun one hour episode full of content and funny quips we'd read and like some interaction with the fans, some fan mail, if you will. We didn't get a goddamn thing. So thanks for that, everybody. Really great contributions. We we we, we got a we got a few of them, right? We there, there was there was one. We no got one. We no. got one from a friend, and it was a joke. <laughs> And it was just a big, and it was just a big joke. That's good. Um, that's, I mean, that sounds about right. My friend, I mean, like, I, I <sighs> some people who were on the podcast previously, we went to them and asked them, like, do you guys have any stories? And uh, oh yeah, no, I'm getting to that. Wait, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, so yeah. there's, it's more than just that. Yeah. So then we always like, how about instead of emails, we go around to people who've been on the podcast, we ask them to record a thing. That's them giving themselves the advice they wish they had when they first entered film school. Again, Moss. We went to how many people? Like, I'd say, like, five or six people. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went to, like, You went to two, I people. went to three, so, like, five, okay? Yeah. I didn't go to just two. I got. I went to, like, three or four people. Didn't okay. get even responses. Well, okay, I think I went to two or three people. Anyway, regardless, <laughs> nobody sent us anything except... Everyone fell through. No one sent us anything except Natasha. So, God bless Natasha. You did send a recording, which we'll be playing later in the episode. Yeah, hell yeah. But, uh, Brayden and CJ and Gabe and... Damn, you're just gonna call out. Yeah, you all fucked us. Y'all <laughs> fucked us over. Thanks. Yeah. How dare you all have schedules that uh, that didn't oh, p- allow? Please, for, like, we asked for like two minute recordings and asked for like a twenty minute segment. That's right. true. That's true. I mean, I try not to judge people, like, cause like it's weird how like I was mad initially, cause I was like, oh man, why why no more send stuff? But then. People ask me for like menial things, like just a little thing, and I don't do it because I'm a piece of shit, and like I just let things slip by me, before you know. So it's like I'm not this not to say I'm justifying their non doing of things, but especially in the art world, I find that like it's hard to get us people to do things for each other. Like this is true. Regardless, even though just like meeting up, don't make excuses like, for them. <laughs> All right, they should have done it, and they didn't, and here we are. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Screwing fair us enough. over every fucking oh, chance they get. God, these these monstrous individuals. Yeah, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, let's get started. All right, boss, so, like, advice. So, what, we'll, we'll both try to come up with, like, two or three bits of advice each that we would give into ourselves. Sure. Entering films. So, what would, why don't you start us off while I try to think of something? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, okay. I would probably say one of the first things was that, like, um, initially, even though some people have said that, like, I was somewhat extroverted and I was, like, ready to answer questions and stuff in, like, lectures and stuff like that, um, I would still even tell myself to be, like, less of a, less of a, like, reserved person. Like, really, like, just go out and meet people and don't be afraid to, like, talk to people and, like, approach people, like, especially if... You might even have, like, a passing interest in, like, something that they did or something like that. Like, you know, I know it sounds weird, but, like, in university, especially when you're a younger person who doesn't have, like, anything to really show. Like, they might not even have, like, 
you don't have like that amazing a uh, portfolio from maybe your high school com tech class or whatever it is um and you see like a uh, uh, some student with a cool short that they've somehow already made before getting into film school like if you're interested in talking to them like you really have to try or like just trying to like get to work with them um don't be afraid of you know putting yourself out there as much as possible because like i didn't even meet you until like late second year yeah until second year yeah well we knew each other first year but we didn't didn't really become friends until second year yeah yeah exactly so i was i was like "Eh, and i kind of like i should have I should have immediately been more receptive to you. <laughs> I should have been talking, but I should have been best friends with you in yeah. first year. Damn it. Find like, the Zach Gladstone in your life and make friends with them. That's yeah. the advice. That's but, but Find I, the loudmouth asshole with too many opinions and make friends with them. Yeah, it's exactly. That's, and uh, I mean, you know, that, that applies likewise to me too. So that's funny, but like still, you know, it can be kind of nerve wracking, especially to start. And I can only imagine, especially these days in like really um, mixed or completely digital classes, like talking to people through these Zoom class. These I don't even know how like post class Zooms. I'm sure that there's like discord servers that people make and stuff. But even then, like how exclusive and clicky is that going to be? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It It's like a whole new ball game now. But I, I swear just doing your best, like, yeah, I'll just leave it there. Just doing it your best to, like, stay extroverted, stay ready to meet new people, and, like, don't be afraid to, like, if, like, you end up already in a clique or something, like, you've got kind of a group of friends going, don't be afraid to, like, you know, make, get more people involved. Like, just, like, be open with yourself. Tell Get your friends to be open to other collaborators. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. How yeah, about that's you? a great way to put it. Okay. Mine is going to be a little bit more specific. Not just be yourself, make friends. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry. We <laughs> do immediately. Fucking give your shit. Give, you, give you shit for the advice. That's fair. Okay, so mine would be, because I didn't just go to like production. I specifically went to like a writing program. So a lot of my, a lot of the, my valuable university experience was, uh, you know, like workshopping scripts and reading scripts and having people edit your scripts and writing scripts, getting feedback on your writing and trying to like rewrite based on the feedback as well as your own, like, you know, trying to make your shit better, you know, writing is what they call it. Um, one thing, this isn't something like I wish I knew, but it's something I noticed among others. And, um, is that like, uh, if you're, if you're entering a writing program and you've never been in a writing situation where like you're constantly getting, not like critiques, but like feedback and the feedback's not always like, this is great. The feedback is sometimes, yeah, this isn't like, this isn't so good, but here's how you can improve or this doesn't work. This feels awkward. X, Y, Z, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, I would say like embrace the feedback. That's not making you feel comfortable. That's making you like embrace the feedback. That's like, that is critical. That's, that's critical. That's like tearing you down a bit, not tearing you down is like being shitty, but like constructive, criticism you know like uh yeah so embrace the feedback that's not just compliments that's actually saying like hey this doesn't work and here's why or maybe this shouldn't happen but maybe you consider this happening or this joke feels awkward this line feels awkward this kind of feels out of character i don't really get why this is happening that type of shit and like really embrace that because like those criticisms is what will make you a better writer and like even if like even if sometimes the criticism aren't really like you don't really like their suggestions you don't like think they're in the right it'll kind of at least help you find like what you want your writing to be and like what your voice is 
And like if, if people keep suggesting one thing, and you don't want to do that for some reason, uh, then like maybe that's because you want to write, you know, a certain way or you want your characters to be a certain way or, you know what I mean? It helps you find your voice and like makes mm-hmm. and it allows you to be able to make executive decisions as to why your writing is the way it is. Uh, so, you know, don't be afraid to feel like shit about your writing, man. Just do it. In the words of Jake the dog, uh, before you can be good at something, you have to suck at something. Jake so, the dog? What's that from? For, you don't know Adventure... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Adventure Time. You know the, the, the show? Oh. I, before I, you're good at something, you gotta suck at something. I like never... Show. I think I've seen like one episode of Adventure Time. It's a, it's a great show. It's more of a regular show Check guy it myself. That, also great show. Also great show. But one thing I was gonna say is... Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree that like uh, being open to criticism, because especially... Um, in arts, especially like media, I can only imagine like uh, plenty of big egos, plenty of people. And you might not even think yourself as a big ego. You might not think yourself as like oh someone who has a lot of like, uh, I don't know, personal stakes in um, their artwork as like something that like no one can criticize. But, you know, when you get criticism for something that you put in that you're, like, pretty proud of... You'll be surprised at how big your ego can be. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, no, I think you're very right. Definitely keep your ego in check. But, keep Be open to feedback that makes you initially uncomfortable. Yeah, but you know what? Following that, following, talking about egos in film school, another bit of advice I wish I had and I, I would give to someone going into film school, be prepared for the fucking egos you will run into. Mm. You will meet people who are at the same level as you, who have like maybe directed a couple shorts, if that, or maybe haven't done a friggin' thing with themselves, and they're, they're just in film school, and they will they will walk around as if they are like fucking Spielberg, okay? <laughs> like people people have the biggest egos in film school for no reason from sometimes just because they directed a film or because or because the profs like chose their pitch or something, and that will inflate their ego like beyond something you would ever believe. Have these people think they're the friggin' Messiah walking around, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I wish I knew how big the egos were going to be in film school. And it and it and oh, my God, trust me, like it's like it's infuriating. It was kind of fa- Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's kind of interesting because initially you don't at least when I first started, at least at our time at, at York, I didn't feel like anyone's ego was too. I actually thought everyone was pretty in check. Yeah. Um, But then. Uh, granted I, I was also I was in a different stream I'd that, say it gets worse in the upper years after like you've been there for, if you're doing like a full yeah. longer program like a four year program by the time you get into third year you will meet the people with the bigger egos and they will start being pricks yeah yeah exactly like um, again it was different for me because like media studies and was a little different than the film production side of things but still um, you know even then you had people who were very uh I don't know. Like, it's not that people get so dedicated to their opinions that they can't take any criticism or anything like that. It's just that sometimes people are rewarded a lot for early achievements, especially like in high school and stuff. They do really well. And um, sometimes that can kind of blindside people into thinking that they can do no wrong. It can make people into difficult to talk to if you just wanted to be like, oh, yeah, like on set, like if you want to suggest something like as an idea and that person is like well i'm the director or something you know like yeah. th- that can happen pretty quickly it's just you know something to be aware of you think another good point i think yeah so yeah and like you know be aware because the majority of the time when you meet people with big egos they do not have the talent to back that up 
No, no. Most of the time. Anyway. Most of the time. And even I've then, met some people with bigger egos who actually were decent directors, but. But still, even then, like, it's weird how I tend to find most people who are actually really good are, like, tr- attempting at least to be modest. Yeah. Like, a little bit. Like, they're, they're, not, they're just more down to earth. They're not, like, maybe they, maybe they, like. They maybe, secretly maybe they, have a big, like, they do really know how good they maybe are. Maybe they but, know that they're, like, capable, but they're not pricks about it. And, yeah. like, that's different. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, I wouldn't even say that. Most people who are talented are pretty modest or, like, you can be aware and still, you be aware that you're capable of, like making good art and still be modest about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You like, don't even the more talented people know that they have, they have a lot. There's always room for improvement. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, you're always learning. Yeah. And you're always collaborating. Like, I think one of the, the another things that's kind of very interesting and changing dynamically is like, if you look at the way TikToks and a lot of like social media has kind of formatted people into believing that uh, filmmaking and media production can be very st- like individualized and it can be very like focused around a certain kind of personality or like production style that works for like one particular person. Um, it's like, no man, film, you want to make film, film like movies. You have to work with a lot of people. Yeah. You're film. Gonna, go yeah. ahead. No, no, you're going to have to get used to being on sets with like a lot of people who also have good opinions that you should listen to and not like if you're the director or whatever, or like, Likewise, I mean, you don't need the PA coming in telling you no, what to no, fucking that, do. That, but like, I, I was just about to say, and at the same point, like, you know, on when you're directing a set, like, there's going to be people who have opinions that you don't have to listen to. And yeah. that you can, like, kind of fairly Your say, craft like, all PA right. doesn't really have to give you his story editing yeah, opinions. It's like, oh, like, thanks. I'm glad you think we should light this scene with a yellow tinge. I mean, like, I don't. That's thank not God. What we're doing, I got you like, here to, like, give us some Welch snacks, but yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So if don't anything, be film, insulting through Welch's. Those yeah. things are craft lightsabers. Yes. Film is like the most collaborative medium I can really think of. Like film is a very collaborative art form. Like Mm -hmm. not that it necessarily has to be always like you can do like single film projects. But honestly, if you want to do it, I mean, yeah, but like if you want to make like a really good fiction short film, like you better be ready to surround yourself with a really with a good number of like four or five key crew members you really like. whose Creative opinions you trust. And who will be just as devoted as to bringing your, like, your story to life as you are. Like, And the same goes for – I say that fiction. But the same goes for documentary and experimental films mm-hmm. like yeah. music videos. Fucking like you need you need people with you who are going to help you. And they will be doing contrib- – probably contributing just as much to this as you are. Like you need people who are going to – like you can't – it's really like – anyway, if, if you think film is like a solo – thing you're fucking wrong okay like beyond making like your little tiktok bullshit it, it was crazy. i don't mean i don't know why we're seeing on tiktok all of a sudden <laughs> no 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 the reason i brought that up is because when even pre-pandemic when i was taing at york for a bit and talking to some of like the newer film production students some of them and um cinema and media arts which is like that in-between program that york has where like you're not cinema and media studies, but you're also not getting all of the film production classes and equipment okay. access. Um, they were saying like, yeah, we're like, like, I don't like there was some students who were saying that they would prefer to like work alone, work nearly alone, like just have people who like wouldn't who just hold like a light or something like that. All that they needed. And I was just thinking like I was telling them like you can't you can't have that kind of production model or business model in a professional sense unless you you just have oh i've got like an audience of like seven million views like i regularly and i do that alone somehow you maintain Uh, that yeah even then those people most of those big efforts that you see like the vloggers that are they're either like 
already like really pretty or some bullshit like they have some market gimmick or something and they likely or they have, secretly have it yeah so they likely have one or two people helping them yeah somehow. at the very like, least or probably more likely like a lot a bit a lot like of a fucking pr team yeah like, like yeah but also like just in terms of like low low like smaller scale making a short film like you'd be surprised at how much like other input will help you improve the thing you want to make mm-hmm. like you'll realize you'll realize angles and ways of like doing things that like ways to improve the script that like, you never thought of if like so-and-so didn't suggest like a different scene or something like that or a different ending and also like you never know like with hard-boiled like mm-hmm. if i hadn't gotten sam involved through umos like we never would have found those fucking that great location yeah for the frat house that mansion that they let us shoot in yeah uh, and it looked brilliant and it like it made us look made us look like a way higher production value than we <laughs> fucking had our shoestring budget but we got this free location for a day and it made it look beautiful yeah yeah it totally made the production like a real deal the real deal and same also- thing with uh christoph right christoph let us use his house yes yeah yeah, yeah. Having, yeah. having friends like that and who- yeah, speaking of natasha natasha let us use her house so like Literally, if it wasn't for other people, we wouldn't have been able to make hard-boiled. Like, everyone else got us fucking locations and shit. Yeah, yeah. And and during set, um, like, it wasn't just me, you, and Sam, our director of photography, no. making creative choices. Like, Andy Yoon was on that set for, like, only a day, and he, like, contributed, like, amazing suggestions to our cinematography and to overall the production. Same with our gaffing, or, like, cat. everyone that worked with us was just... Yeah, and like I love that crew. That was such a good project. Like yeah. I wish we could have done. I wish we had the money to like make more episodes of that. Rachel is our AD. That was just a tight. Our tight uh, set. our lead actress awesome. was a fucking like yeah, Demetria. Demetria was so. I was training. Thank you, Demetria. She was so fucking talented. She was like, <sighs> yeah, great suggestions too. Like yeah. when when like she would have better blocking suggestions than anything I could think of. She'd be like, really? oh, do you want me to? Like, remember when we I were... was, like, never there when you shot anything. Every time you were shooting, I was in the green room or just outside, <laughs> away from the shooting, just so I could make sure we wouldn't, like, something horrible wouldn't happen. Yeah. No, well, I mean, you know... Also, just room-wide, there was never any room for me to be around, really. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's only room for, like, the crew and the... In fairness, many of the scenes that we ended up shooting were just, like, tight shots. Like, literally, like, we were, like, backed up against the wall <laughs> while we were, like, shooting in these scenes. Like, especially in, uh, where is it, the basement of... Uh... The basement of one of the places, but like yeah, still, based off of Christoph's, remember the basement was much yeah. smaller than we thought. What what I had written really it was a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were like really pushed it. Like our green room was in the same room type thing. It was, but still, nonetheless, like um, that's a really good example of like having enough of an ego to value your own work and to like make sure that other people know that your work is valuable. Because if you don't value your work, no one's gonna give a shit. But like also like to not value your ego so much that you think you can just be this one man show or one exactly. woman show or whoever like and just yeah i'll just run everything and it'll be fine it's like those are like disasters waiting to happen they never go well so like opinion. honestly like yeah so again if you're starting out with film school know the film is extremely collaborative and like collaboration is a good thing like it yeah. is uh embrace collaboration embrace working with other people yeah i i couldn't agree more ultimately and actually that it kind of segues a little bit neatly into like one of my other little bits of advice and this is like basically like all kind of connected to the general sentiment and we've we've said a lot of these ideas before on this podcast about like this is being a, yeah being a good artist like what it really means to be a good filmmaker is being someone who knows how to work with people and stuff but also my little other bit, bit of advice especially to someone who's like might not get what they want initially from film school like in my case where i wanted to get into film production 
but I didn't. I got into media studies instead because they said, like, listen, your portfolio just isn't amazing. Like, they didn't even give me an interview initially. Um, and I got what? into film studies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, oh. or, yeah, yeah. So they were like, yeah, no. Uh, nonetheless, um, some of my friends, like, some like Peter, uh, he was also in the same boat as me, and he worked really hard, and he got into film production. Um, and that was totally great. And he ended up having like, um, a great time doing that. He stayed in university a little while longer. Sure. But like, it was worth it for him. For me, just in the same sense of like, I did my own self-reflection and I realized I'm going to just try and make best of what I have. And this is just the general sentiment, which is like, look at your situation. Even if you don't get initially what you want, like you didn't get into like the highest end, like you didn't get into screenwriting. Or you didn't get into like a Loser. very particular. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, kidding, you didn't kidding. get into the production level that you wanted. Maybe you got into like if you're going to York, you got into cinema and media arts or cinema and media studies instead of production, like me, or at Ryerson. Maybe I don't even know how it works over there. The other institutions, but like ultimately, don't let high expectations ruin what could be actually a good thing because you might get into the weeds of a depart or like a, of, a, of an idea like. I wasn't really interested in media studies when I got when I started at York. I wanted to make like the next Die Hard. I was not interested in like talking. You still about, want to make the next Die Hard? I still but... want to make the next Die. But I I don't want to. I wasn't going to be interested in talking about like Marshall McLuhan and like. <laughs> yeah. Now 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 you have trouble getting to shut the fuck up about it. Like... Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, but you know, I made the best of a of a decent situation. I think, and I ended up finding out that I liked it way more than I thought. And that you could find something within it that you like. So, like, for instance, like, let's say you get saddled with studies. You find a topic that you're actually genuinely interested in. Doesn't even have to necessarily be a topic that you'll be exclusively covering in a class or something. But if you early on, like, let's just say, for instance, like, you're you're like, I really like mob movies or I really like rom-coms. I really like Sex in the City. I really like um you know the chicago television cinematic universe because it's like chicago oh my PD God, and stuff. stop i'm not even kidding yeah if let's let's wanna... do a film essay on the chicago <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even kidding though if that's what you want to do that you can totally do that and it, especially like who knows like maybe you find out that there's other students who are interested in those things too so like you can do all that don't be afraid to be flexible to try and make a, a good thing out of a bad situation if that makes any sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I think also, though, at the same time, um, like what I said earlier with the story with Peter, is that if you are in a bad, if you are in a position you don't like, like you really don't want to be in studies or you really just want to be in like whatever it is, then, yeah, like do the work to maybe try and pull yourself out of it if you can, like, you know, redirect your focus. But ultimately, I still think like, you know, roll with the punches, too. I would also say like on the other side of that, like, yeah, like let's say like you really want to be in screenwriting and get into screenwriting, you're stuck in like film studies or some crap like that. Or you really want to be in a production program, you didn't get in production, whatever. I wouldn't let not getting into the program for that thing stop you from doing the thing. Mm -hmm. Like still make movies on your own, still not on your own. You don't have to be still you're right still try and make still try and make movies with friends still try and write scripts and try to maybe get feedback from peers um maybe take film courses outside of like a gateway a gatekeeping program like york or ryerson or something go to lyft look at their workshops uh, about production they have great like directing workshops and editing workshops and sound workshops and writing workshops like 
still you can still tr- you if just because one program says that you're not good enough to do the thing with them doesn't mean you can't do the thing like go mm-hmm. and yeah like you can still be a filmmaker just because you didn't get into a specific film school in fact film school is not even fucking necessary for being a filmmaker career-wise like oh, spielberg yeah. didn't get into usc tarantino never went to film school and never shuts the hell up about it like <laughs> yeah yeah no exactly like there's it's not even just lyft which has like a it's like a private liaison of filmmakers of toronto like you could go Trinity Square Video or many other media uh, places in just Toronto specifically, but like all over the greater Toronto area, all over Canada, all over the North America. Like, yeah, um, there are like smaller studios who have tools and resources that you might be able to access for significantly cheaper than what you might see at a film school where you have to like rent equipment. Yeah. That, like because, you know, especially in the U.S., especially in the U.S., also in Canada, too, we have high tuition, but the U.S. film school tuition Oh, incredibly expensive um, for honestly access to resources that you might be able to rent for cheaper elsewhere. You know, it's just there's a lot of factors you got to take a look at there. Yeah. So that's our it wraps up what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, like those are our tips. Um, Those are tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. And uh, before we go, we're going to play. Natasha was nice enough to send a little recording of what other tips that she wished she had when she was going to film school. So we're going to play that now. Yeah, it's a good note to little end on, I think, right? right? Yeah. yeah, we'll just end on. Then we'll just play the music. We'll just fucking that's yeah. there. That'll be last. And yeah. let let Natasha take us off. Enjoy Natasha's epilogue of our episode, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Keep you know uh, keep listening. Follow follow us on Facebook, Instagram, um, rate us on iTunes, all that shit. And uh, hey, you know, next time we ask for emails, maybe send a friggin' email. Just a thought. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like you know five. Five minutes out of your day. Not even five minutes. Just a minute. Send a few sentences. Send us some fucking spam. Send us some chain mail. We yeah. don't care. Like, send, send us those voice recordings. We all know that people ask like, for making social those... security information. Like for God's yeah. sake, send yeah. us something. You know those comments that pop up on social media where they're like promoted on this record. Send us those. Yeah. We don't care. We don't give we're a like, shit. We don't give a shit. I don't care. Send us something. It was insulting. We're yeah. insulted. Not even bots. Like we didn't even get one. Yeah, we bot. didn't get bots. That's some bullshit. We didn't even get someone telling us that someone like there's a warrant out for our arrest or anything. Like, (laughs) share this to five other people, or else Bloody Mary will show up. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember. All right, all right, thanks. All right, here's Natasha's thing. Filmmakers away. (laughs) Excelsior. To my young eighteen-year-old self, just starting your undergrad in film. You're in a new, very uncomfortable world, but you will grow to like people and like yourself even a little more than you used to. So here's some tips for things that could have helped you in the past, but that's all a part of the learning. Don't bother your teacher so much. It's always great to ask for help, but stop being so annoying. You're gonna need recommendations from these people in the future. Buy them more coffees. Do an extra year. Get that double major. Do that production course. You don't need to stick to everyone's timetable. You can follow your own life course. Stop pretending like you've seen Reservoir Dogs when you haven't, and you never will. Be honest with people. You have your own tastes and don't have to watch every film bro movie out there. However, watch the goddamn movie if your prof is talking about it. There's going to be a point in your last year of school where you will realize all the amazing people you have met and the great friendships you have created 
And if you just opened up a little sooner to these wonderful people, you could have spent way more time in happiness than loneliness. And just know that nothing you do here is going to guarantee a job. No matter how well you do, no matter what kind of grades you get, how many awards you win, it doesn't mean anything in the real world. But keep wanting to learn, be curious, and be open-minded. I Went to Film School is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and produced by Zach Gladstone and Anthony Moss.